podcasting live from better. This is the playbook podcast providing you with tips, hacks, and game plans to take your business further, faster. Hear from top leaders in our growing community and gain mind-blowing inspiration and tools to optimize your business, drive growth, and promote pursuing better. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playbook Podcast. Keep proving it every single day. Hello, everyone. It's Brian Underwood, and we're going to have a conversation today uh, with uh, the infamous Miss Jessie Lee Ward. She doesn't like it when I just say Jessie, and she doesn't like it when you say Lee. She likes it when you say Jesse Lee. Um, but no, it's great to have her on. Um, she is doing incredible things with the Prove It community. And I know she has a ton of value to give each and every one of you. But I thought it'd be more unique today as you're going to see her on some of the Playbook podcasts, uh, doing more training and more, uh, you know, traditional like content. So Jesse Lee, mm-hmm. if you would say hi to everybody and um, kind of Tell them a little bit about yourself for people that don't know who you are. Cool. Well, what's going on? Hello, hello, everybody. It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee. And uh, so I'm really excited to do these playbook podcasts and what inspires me and where I come from. Um, I love, I, I got this from you, actually. You were interviewing me kind of on a stage a little over a year ago and you were like, tell me where you really come from. Like, I want to know why you really work as hard as you do. And I think that's an important thing for everybody to kind of write down is that your story matters and that everybody has a story. And it's probably the ugly parts of it when you get vulnerable that will inspire people to do more and be more and become more. And so I come from a really small town in Western Maryland. I currently live in uh, Frisco, Texas, so North Dallas. But I'm from Maryland, and I grew up as one of those kids who just didn't have anything. And so I feel like my really crazy childhood, all kinds of stuff, not no parenting, which I think is why I am a strong leader that's always growing now, raised by my Nana. So uh, that's like a whole other dynamic and kind of why I'm sort of different generational mentality anyhow. Uh, But I just, I feel like whatever your traumas are and whatever your past history is, it can, it can define you in a very positive way if you allow it to. And so I took all of that crazy stuff from how I grew up and I decided to use it instead of for pain and for agony and for negative, but instill instead for good and to inspire people to do more. So nine years ago, I graduated from college. Well, 10 years ago, I graduated from college, but nine years ago, I was working in a pathology lab as a research assistant. And I was living in the basement of my mom's house. And she asked me for another $300 in rent money. And for me, that was one of the biggest defining moments of my life because I was mortified. I did not have it. And I was already going a little more broke every two weeks when I got paid anyway. And that was just my final straw. So I jumped into the direct sales profession and I did party planning for four and a half years, got good at speaking to people because I was not good at speaking to people. I got good at presenting in front of a room because I was not good at presenting in front of a room. I started learning momentum and the concept of inertia. So you can stop and start and start. You can't do that in a business going. And then four and a half years ago, I found network marketing two and a half years ago. 
Um, two and a half years ago, I found you. Two and a half years ago, I found you, Mr. Brian Underwood, and I found the Prove It community and just really haven't looked back ever since. No, that that's all. You know, it's funny. I um, I thought about you yesterday, and I think this would be a, a really good point to tie in because a lot of people ask, like I've done uh, a lot of calls recently where people are asking like how they should get started, how they should get started with their business. And um, you know, I say the first thing that everyone has to do is identify what they want out of something before you start anything, uh, whether it's prove it or anything in life. But, you know, uh, for probably 20 years, I've always said that the number one ingredient that it takes to win, um, with our platform is a burning desire, like a, a, a insatiable desire to win a hunger. Like you have to be hungry um, because that's to me, the only variable, the only variable is the person. Everyone has the same. And it was funny. I was listening to a podcast, uh, not too long ago. And it was just talking about, uh, what makes a difference in people that went at the highest levels. And the number one thing that, uh, this, this, uh, research, um, that they did was, was someone's hunger to win. And then you have people like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, or, uh, others that they become obsessed with competition but the competition is a deeper rooted desire on how they can become the best version of themselves, right? Their competition, even though it's the outside world, they become obsessed like with dominating, right? But in the pursuit of dominating, that's the the addiction is is how good they can get, how far they can take something. And so um, I kind of see that in you a lot, uh, you know, is this, cause I think it grows for me. I really feel like what has changed a lot for me or helped me a lot, I should say, is that I just, I stay hungry, like you said, and I'm always wanting more and I am that competitor and I do have that drive. I think that if you want to be successful, you're going to have to have drive and determination and you're going to have to be in pursuit of, you know, we call it better, of course, improve it, but your pursuit of more, really your pursuit of what you really want in life, your pursuit of a vision of where you actually want to take things and understanding that you have the vehicle. Now you need the effort and then you need to have skills. And so uh, for me, the most important thing to start it, I agree with you. It's a burning desire and it's not only a burning desire for more, but it's a burning desire that will keep you coachable a burning desire that will make you stay a student, a burning desire to always want to have better, to pursue more, to just become a better version of yourself. Because I love when people say, hey, it's been six months, I need to reintroduce myself because that's how everybody's life should be. You should be constantly developing yourself to become a better version of you. And um, to win the skill set it takes to win, that is just a... Oh gosh, know what you want, like know what you want, know what you, where you want to go, know who you want to help, know where your heart is and have it be so much more than money. Have it be so much more than just material things. And think about how many actual lives you can impact. And, uh, that really is all encompassing to me because if you know where you want to go, if you have the clear vision on where you want to go, then we start having conversations like you'll never miss an event. Then we start having conversations like 
You always are watching playbook trainings. Then we start having conversations like you're always having conversations with your coach in your business. You're always reading a book. You're always listening to a podcast. You're always plugged into your business and touching it every day. You're always making sure you're striving for your goals. You're always doing all the daily activities. But I think that if you want to win, that all starts with a big vision of where you actually want this thing to go. Absolutely. Uh, and I think the vision is, you know, for, for a lot of people, I always see this as a platform. Um, you know, I think for a lot of people before they can even execute a play, if they don't have a vision, they have to understand that they're not going to go anywhere. But for some people that is a strategy in itself is like, how do you create a vision for yourself? Um, you know, if you've, if you've never had those goals or those dreams, or you've had someone, um, you know, you've had someone or society or peer group or whatever kind of uh, squash them or take them away. I think that building that muscle to have a vision is super important, right? Um, see what isn't as if it were and go make it that way. So I guess I would ask you this is um, because what I have found in everyone that's, um, that has not only accumulated success, but continues to become successful, uh, their vision for themselves and for what you know, they're looking to achieve and, and contribute, grow. So I guess for you, when you started, what was your vision? And now what is your vision? Like, have you seen growth in that? Have you seen it grow as you've grown? So short answer, yes. I would love to give a play, if that's cool with you, for people who have a hard time with vision. This is something I coach a lot because I think I have a lot of thinkers on uh, in my organization, not so many dreamers. Like I think you're a dreamer because you're also visual like me. Uh, but I have people write down their 50 what ifs. And this is a play I want y'all to go and do right now. And for some of you, it might take a really long time. For some of you, you might be able to bang it out uh, and you and, and it just changes everything for you. So the what if list is I want you to write down a bunch of what ifs, like what if I were a car champion in Prove It? What if I retired my mom? What if I lived in my dream house? What if I had a yacht? What if I had a number one podcast? What if I was a New York Times bestselling author? What if I was CEO of a company? What if I had a billion dollar brand? What if you get the point, right? And for some of you, maybe things aren't that big. I just started saying, like, you know, some random stuff. You're going to start to create the vision in your life. And I would recommend you do this and you do it again in six months. So you can see how much you may or may not have grown. And hopefully you see that there's a ton of growth there. That would be my hope for you. Um, my vision, though, when I started was I needed to make $300 a month. Brian, like this wasn't to be rich. Like this wasn't to have fancy houses and cars and fly and be a first. Like what? No, like uh, my vision was much smaller than it is. My vision has continued to expand based on that I continue to show up for myself. And when you continue to show up for yourself, you build confidence in yourself. And when you build confidence in yourself through your own actions, everything changes in your life because you start to see yourself differently. And when you see yourself differently, you start visualizing things differently. You start saying, well, what if I did drive a Porsche? Like, I think I'd look pretty good in it. What if I did have a super happy world-class marriage? Like all kinds of different stuff. You just start to behave differently. But I think vision is constantly expanding. And that just goes back to, we should be constantly growing as people uh, and constantly expanding our skill sets. Oh, I agree with that. And talk about being around people. I think that's something else that's a great play 
that I think a lot of people don't understand what this means. It's something that I take um, very, very seriously. And that is just the power of peer group. And uh, you don't have to have a big peer group, I think, um, you know, but make sure this is something that was told to me over 25 years ago, right? Was love your family, love your friends, choose your peer group. If you're wanting to get in business, choose people that are going to multiply where you want to go. They're going to push you up, not down. They're, they're going to be the wind beneath your wings, or they're going to challenge you to even grow more. Um, so when you kind of talk about being around people, I think that your environment of who you're around and what you're around um, is as important as anything, any one strategy, any one skill, any one tool, any one play you could give someone. The play that I would tell people is like, look, you've heard this, you're the sum your bank account is the sum of the five people that you talk to the most. If you give that five years, at the end of the five years, your bank account will be the sum, the, the, the average of the top five people that, not the sum, but the average of the top five people you hang around the most. So tell me what you think about um, peer group. And a peer group doesn't have to be someone that you see every day. I mean, you know, it could be someone that you listen to every day, right? Um, so what is your thoughts on that? Uh, that's just obvious to me. I love that too. I think that I, I have a play on that too. <laughs> that has changed that for me because I started noticing that my pushover tendencies, I don't know if anybody listening is a pushover, but my pushover tendencies were having me spend a lot of time with people that I would lead the conversation and my cup was not full. So like when I have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with you, like not this podcast, but like when I have a conversation with you and we're just talking or we're talking about business stuff or we're talking about building Prove It or we're talking about life in general or we're talking about cars or jets or whatever, I leave the conversation and my cup is filled. It allows me to pour into other people because you can't pour from an empty cup. And so I started realizing that that ended up being a weakness of mine because I was spending so much time specifically around team members too, where I'm, I'm at the top of this, I'm trying to elevate other people. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is a problem because it is true. You are going to become like the people you spend time with. It's to say it's money, like you said, but same thing. If you're around five really negative people, I can tell you you're number six. But if you're around six super uplifting, joyous, you know, hopeful people, you're going to be number six. So you can really change your world and your environment by doing that. But my play that I do every single day, I actually have a reminder under the productivity setting in my phone. One of my reminders every day is to reach out to a high level person. And this doesn't have to be a someone who's wealthier than me. This could be somebody who this could be somebody who has a wealth of spiritual knowledge. This could be somebody with a wealth of emotional intelligence. This could be somebody with a wealth of family knowledge. This could be somebody who has, who is rich in their marriage, but it has to be somebody who is better than me at something that makes me go, I need to become a better version of myself. If this, if I expect for this person to reach back out to me. So, um, and the other thing you said is it doesn't have to be somebody you necessarily spend time with having an actual conversation, but it could be like a mentor situation. So you hear Jesse Lee, she has all this confidence and she exudes through the, the podcast, but I, I want to let everyone know this. She did not start that way. She programmed herself that way. And you might be asking yourself this, you might be saying, 
But yeah, you know, you might be intimidated to reach out to a high level person that might take a little bit of strength or effort. So the thing I'll tell you is your, your brain is a funny thing, right? And your brain cannot kick out repetition, right? We do this thing called the I am statements. Maybe we'll uh, do a podcast on it. Uh, you got to keep watching the playbook podcast. We'll kind of talk about uh, incantations and an I am statement. Um, but like, listen, if you put positive stuff in your brain each and every day from whoever it is, whoever resonates with you, maybe it's Tony Robbins, right? I'm just using him as an example because he might be the biggest out there in the world. If you listen to 15 minutes of him a day, your brain can't keep that stuff out. And so if you feel like that you don't have the access to a mentor, show me your mentor, I'll predict your future. Um, that's an excuse, right? Um, you have more access to more information and more uh, powerful stuff that can get you to the next level than ever any other time in history. So go download a podcast that you like. Go maybe maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's watching some YouTube videos, um, and so that that's accessible to each and every one of you guys. And so um, listen, you all have to come back. You have to tune in more to uh, Jesse Lee. She has so much to give. Um, and the reason she has so much to give is because she's been willing to work on herself to become the best version of herself. The more she grows, the more she does, the more she has to give back to the world. And so uh, we appreciate everything that you give um, to the community, Jesse Lee, and to the world and keep growing, keep setting the pace. And um, yeah, we're, we're ready to hear some more from you. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you so much, Prove It Community. I truly love and appreciate every single one of you. And I hope you take all of these tools, all of these plays that work, and you implement them. Because I am living and breathing proof that if you really do these things, you can truly change your life. I came from nothing, and I've made it to the top. You can do the same. We love you. We appreciate you. We want to see you win. Thanks for listening to Prove It's Playbook Podcast. If you enjoy better and want to learn more about championing the ketone conversation, join us next week for more tips, hacks, and game plans. We're putting you in, coach.